Are you praying to Jesus? Lord, reveal yourself to me by your word again. What I know not, teach me today. Jesus, appear by your word. Send your word my way. Are you praying? Lord, reveal yourself to me. What I know not, teach me today. Let the scales fall off my mind, fall off my heart, to see your word, to receive your word, to be fully engrafted in my heart, engraved in my life, in Jesus' precious name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Just a word of welcome to everyone. I'd like to welcome you to God's presence. Amen. I'm sure you are enjoying God's presence. Um, by way of additional announcement, make sure you ask pastor where the party is on Monday. Amen. Not home, sir. Pastor has a special place. There must be rice and biryani plenty. Amen. Amen. Now the good thing about when you celebrate men of God is you you contact the grace of God upon their life. Amen. He that received a prophet in the name of that prophet is entitled to a prophet's reward. So don't play games around God. Value every opportunity to be blessed. Amen. That word of blessing to your pastor connects you again with a blessing. You shall not miss it. In the name of Jesus. I have, I have studied by observation since I started in this church to share the word that almost every time I have the privilege to share the word, there is a baby dedication. Amen. Now, I used to teach Sister Chanel those days when uh, um, Sister Michelle, I used to teach her when it was only Chanel. That when is the next one coming? Amen. But I was actually speaking prophetically to her life. It was deliberate what I was doing. It was deliberate. Amen. And now we have the baby on the altar. And God is humorous. He has brought me here now to say it. <laughs> Amen. So your own baby. You. name of Jesus Christ. God is faithful. Amen. Amen. I like to sing. I, there is joy in my heart. Is joy in your heart. You know, there's one song in Nigeria we used to sing, when God moves like this, he's, he has promised he will never fail. I will honor him, I will worship him. He has promised he will never fail. His faithfulness is forevermore. He has promised he will never fail. I will follow him. I will honor him. My God has promised he will never fail. His faithfulness, hallelujah, is forevermore. Holy faithfulness is forevermore. Hallelujah! He has promised He will never fail. Whatever He has promised to you is coming to pass. I will follow Him. I will follow Him. Hallelujah, my God has promised He will never fail His faithfulness. Oh, 
is forevermore. His faithfulness is forevermore. We give you glory. We give you all. Somebody worshiping. We give you Everything we are lifting us and us before you, we give you glory. Somebody give him all the praise. We give him all. We give you all the Lord. We give you everything we are. Lifting our hearts and hands before you, Lord. Hallelujah, we give you glory. We give you all the honor, Lord. We give you all. You are the Lord, you are our God. We give you everything we need, Lifted our hearts and eyes before you, we give you glory. Hallelujah, we give you what? Somebody worship this God, we give you everything we are. Lifted us and eyes before you, Lord, hallelujah, lifted up, son, as before you, Lord. Whatever tears brought you to church, my God is saying, I will wipe away those tears. <laughs> Whatever tears, whatever area the tears, God that knows how to turn mourning into dancing, <laughs> my God is saying to you, I will wipe away those tears. Amen. Believe it, shout the loudest say, in the name of Jesus. Amen. To your neighbor, neighbor, today my God shall over answer my prayers. My God shall over answer my prayers. Say it. Say it to him. <laughs> my God shall over answer my prayers. Amen. In Jesus name. Let's put our hands together for him. And be seated. Be seated in God's presence. God bless you. Amen. We started a couple of weeks back or months now, I think sometime in October, in sharing the, what we call back in Nigeria, the pillars of faith. The mission statement, the vision of this church. What has been sustaining this church since its inception? Now, for your information, next year, this church will be 30 years. <laughs> Amen. Are you excited? Put your hands together if you are excited for Jesus. 30 years of victory. 30 years of God's faithfulness. I have been blessed in these few years that I've been part of this church and I have come to see a whole lot of resemblance with our mission back in Nigeria. Now, I was sharing a few days ago with one of my brothers that this church is just like heaven. Amen? Now you see, what do I mean? In heaven, you are going to find people coming from different denominations of churches. Am I right? I'm right? Now, already we are practicing that in bread of life. So, where are you looking for heaven again? 
you are already in heaven on earth. <laughs> Amen? So, whatever happens in heaven, where there is no weeping, where there is no mourning, where there is no sorrow, where there is no pain, where God shall wipe away all tears, as you worship here, no more tears in your life. In the name of Jesus. So we started by sharing what has been the sustainers, the lifeline, the life wire. What has been the reason for all the things that you are seeing in this church? As it were, what has been the force keeping heaven on our earth? Amen? Hallelujah. And the first thing that we were told is scripture. The word of God. The word of God. Everybody that has stood here since Pastor Leslie started this teaching have always referred to the Bible in everything that they have shared. They have not shared human experiences. They have not shared cunningly devised fables. They have not shared a pre-planned attempt to excite you. They have shared the truth of God's scripture, of God's word. And that has sustained this church for 30 years. And as God lived, as Jesus tarries, the next 100 years, it will still be sustaining this church. Amen. Your amen is not sounding like you believe it. Amen. <laughs> amen. Somebody is wondering, is it going to be 100 years before Jesus comes? I don't know. All I know is that this is one church that will be raptured when Jesus comes. Amen. I say this church will be among the raptured churches when Jesus comes. In the name of Jesus. How do I know? We are already practicing heaven on earth. And God is able to bring all of us together. Irrespective of our different backgrounds and upbringings of faith. And we are able to worship God without any conflict. Amen. So, I have come to the understanding that it's not about church. Amen. It's about God and you. If you can see God where you are, like we have always been told in experiencing God classes. If you can see God where you are, you are made. It's all about God, not about church. I asked God, why are you taking me to Oman? Like Pastor Abraham asked God, why are you taking him, me to Oman? How do I know? He told us. <laughs> Amen. He said, why did you bring me here? And God showed him. When I got here, I knew why I came to man when I got here. Amen. So, it's not a game we are playing with God. If, now, it's not that because of money or anything. I, I had an opportunity of a job that was almost times three of what I'm doing here. God, what are you saying? He didn't see anything. It means there is death there. I didn't move. <laughs> so that I will not go and enter the one that will kill me before my time. Amen. I mean, you know, you know times three. You know three now. The way you are looking at me now. Times three. I, Lord, what are you saying? He didn't see anything. I stood where I was. And when this one came, Lord, what are you saying? Move. I moved. Before I died, I moved. Amen? This is how to follow God. You know, Brother Pradeep was sharing last week, last week, Saturday or two, two weeks ago. And he was saying something very profound. That what is eternal life? He said, eternal life is to know God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. That's eternal life. That's what we are in. That we are not taking a step unless God commands it. We are not making a move unless God commands it. Amen? That God signaled something in the intercessory team and we began to do it this month. And the kind of testimonies I have never heard in my life began to happen. Except God signals it. We are not doing it. That's how I run my life and my family. That's how I run the ministries God has entrusted into my life. That's what I have seen 
in the life of Pastor Abraham and all the leaders of this church. And that's what's keeping this church in today. And as you key into it, it will keep your life. It will keep your home. It will keep your destiny. In the name of Jesus. So, what are we looking at today? Very briefly. (laughs) Very briefly. Very briefly. We are looking at the resurrection of the just. And... <laughs> the return of our Lord and the millennial reign of Christ. Now they call that in scriptures the blessed hope. What is the hope that we have as Christians? Amen. We are not hopeless. Hello? Are you with me? We are not hopeless. <laughs> we have a living hope. In fact, we sing it as song. I have a living hope. I have a future. God has a plan for me. Of this I'm sure. Of this I'm sure. Jesus, you're my firm foundation. I know I can stand secure. Jesus, you are my firm foundation. I put my hope in your holy one. I put my hope in your hope. I have, and you have a living hope. A blessed hope. We are not hopeless. So you never get to a situation in your life where you forget that. What is happening? Notwithstanding, I have a living hope. <laughs> it's not ending now. I know where I'm going. I know who I am. I'm not a bastard. I'm the son of God. He's coming back again to take me home. What is happening here? Notwithstanding, I have a living hope. Tell your neighbor, I have a living hope. I have a blessed hope. Come on now. As well, that's who we are. Amen. <laughs> Hebrews. Before I go to the book of Hebrews, Second Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse eight. For we can do nothing against, but for the truth. The truth of scripture says we have a blessed hope. And I will show you. That even if I die now. And I'm dying in the Lord. I know. I will rise again in him. It's in scripture. Praise the Lord. So you are not afraid of death. You are not shaking. <laughs> Amen. You know, one of the things that you can do as a Christian is to walk out of the fear of death. Because the fear of death keeps men in bondage. Ensnares and enslaves them. Now, you have an understanding that even if I die now and I am born... That's why when somebody passes on, you ask the first question. Is he born again? Because he has a hope. He's not hopeless. I don't know what is going to happen after this life. (laughs) That's a hopeless life. I know what is going to happen after this one. It is written in scriptures. And I embrace it and walk with confidence in it. You know, Titus chapter 2 verse 15 says, Exhort and teach all these things with authority, with conviction, with assurance that you have a living hope. Men and brethren, we are not hopeless as Christians. We have a living hope. Even those of our members, our family members who have gone to be with the Lord... We have a living hope. 
that for everyone that is born again, we are going to see again. We are going to see again. That's why Paul said, don't sorrow, don't cry like men who have no hope. If only in this world you have hope, you have most men miserable. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed? And Jesus speaking in Matthew chapter 5 verse 18. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one little title shall in no wise pass away from the law, till all be fulfilled. Till all be fulfilled. So everything written in scripture is written for us. Romans chapter 15 verse 4. That we through the comfort of scriptures might have hope. We are not hopeless. Amen. That your boss is threatening you in the office does not make you hopeless. <laughs> you just laugh. This man doesn't know this one of who I am. In fact, he doesn't know that uh, my church is heaven on earth. That I'm already enjoying heaven on earth here. If only he knows. <laughs> And the things I'm seeing here, I'm living above them. Your harassment can't do me nothing because I'm already living above it. We are seated in Christ Jesus far above <laughs> mentality. That's why Paul said, with my mind, I serve the law of God. I understand this thing. That there is nothing happening here that can, none of these things move me. It doesn't can't move me. I understand that I have a living hope. <laughs> what you are doing notwithstanding, what I can see is superior to that. Amen? I pray for you. Whatever is harassing you now, God will open your eyes to see a better tomorrow. Amen. Your better tomorrow will become clear to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which does so easily beset us. Why? Because we are always paying attention to it. Amen? Why is sin always besetting us? Because we are always paying attention to it. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame. And now, look at where he is, set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied. And faith in your minds. Ye have not resisted unto blood, striving against me. It's all about the mind. Jesus couldn't see the things around. He could see the things above. Don't program yourself for around. Program yourself from above. For he that is from above is above all. Amen? He that is from above is above all. I was asking the class on Wednesday in discipleship training. So what can shake your faith now? Now, I mean, what can happen to you now that can shake your faith? And all of them began to give us examples. And I began to smile. Say, Amen. I think that the greatest thing that can shake somebody's faith now is a certificate that in 24 hours you are going to die. <laughs> you begin to look. Ah, what happened? I don't feel like I'm dying now. What is happening? What kind of report is this? I reject it in Jesus' name. The first rejection is out of fear. Eh, will I die now? Is it true? Eh? Praise God. But you see somebody there, they tell him, You are just going to die now. He's just smiling. <laughs> they were taking Jesus to be crucified. He was looking at them. You guys don't know what's going on here. I have a blessed hope. I can see glory ahead of me. 
And somebody was saying that in the class that if um, I, I enter the midst of ISIS, <laughs> and then they ask me, choose between Jesus and heaven now. That, and then they bring uh, that, is it, what do they call that one? That, is it dagger or knife or sword or blazing sword? Say, choose now, renounce Christ now or die. Say at that time, <laughs> we know that which, which decision he is going to take at that, only at that time. That pastor, if I tell you that uh, I, will rena- I will not renounce Jesus at that time, I will be lying oh, because when you are seeing, <laughs> when you are seeing blazing sword, but Jesus was going to the cross and he was looking at them. In fact, I almost could see him smiling. That this is the plan. If only you guys knew what I am up to here. Amen? And as he is, so are we in this world. Let's come out of um, self-consciousness and be God-conscious. Be heaven-conscious. That even if heaven on earth and earth pass now, I am in him. Amen? And I'm going to make it. You will make it. You will make it. No devil will keep you and me from heaven. In the name of Jesus. My assignment here is to help you understand or to help you appreciate why we believe in what we believe here. Why do we believe in the blessed hope that even when you die, you are going to rise again in the Lord. So that should help you overcome the fear of death. <laughs> you dare, you look at it in the eye and say, Stop there! <laughs> Amen? I am from above, Jesus said. You are from below. And he that is from above is above all. I know who I am. Amen? Then somebody said, okay, pastor, if after all the prayers, the person still dies, I said, okay, when you see God, ask him. <laughs> Amen? But what is important is, did he die in the Lord? Amen? Praise the Lord. Because if he has died in the Lord, I have a blessed hope. We will see you again. I will see you at the feet of Jesus. Amen. You will not be missing. Amen. None of your family members shall be missing. Amen. Look, all the prayers, all the worship, all the word, all the preaching, all the everything, if it doesn't get you to heaven, we have labored in vain. Amen? Praise the Lord. All the running around. If it doesn't get you and me to heaven, we have labored in vain. We shall not labor in vain. So if you are there and you are not born again, you are at risk. Amen? You are what? At risk. Christians are not supposed to be afraid of death. Amen? I've come to show you now. Although the Bible says the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Yeah. But we are not supposed to be afraid of it. We are supposed to live above it. Why? We have a living hope. A blessed hope. We know where we are going. Sure, all of you are going to live long lives, fulfilled lives, as Jesus tarries. In fact, some of us are not going to die. We are going to be raptured with him. I didn't hear amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. But whichever one, the most important thing is that you make heaven. You make the rapture. We have, we have a blessed hope. Let that one rest in you as you go home today. So all the things you are afraid of will die naturally. Your fears will fly away. Now, I don't have any reason to be afraid now. Okay, now, you can tell me that the job is over. Okay. Praise God. Is my life over? <laughs> Amen. Now, even, you see, I know enough to know that even if my life is over, I still have a living hope. 
So, if the job is over, is that quantified to if my life is over? No. Pastor, you don't understand. They gave me sack letter. Uh-huh. Are you the first person? You are not. And you won't be the last. So, rejoice. You have a living hope. You have a living hope that a new job will come. As long as God is your father, he will not leave you stranded. God will not leave you stranded. That's how to carry yourself like a true son of God that you are. Are you blessed? Christianity is fun, man. Amen. When you, enjoy, when you understand it, it's fun. You live above crisis. You live above sickness and disease. Your body is doing any funny thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. You just be laughing. You just be smiling. Hallelujah. Praise God. I was in Riazza on Tuesday. The whole of my body was pounding me anyhow. Nobody knew. Amen. Praise the Lord. See, all of them are looking at me now. <laughs> None of them knew anything was wrong with me. It was still my normal self. From my head to my toe, all manner of things. All manner. There is no kind of manner like that that I have seen before. But I was still bouncing and jumping and praising God. In fact, we still rehearse some of our... Um, what's that program we are planning for now? Outreach song. We still rehearse. Jumping about, up and down. And then by the end of the rehearsal, every pain had cleared off. I have a living... The worst kind of thing that the enemy can send is death. We still have an answer for it in Christianity. Amen? Oh, settle down. You're in the best place. In Christ, Jesus is the best place to be. Amen? And no death can kill you until it is your time. And if it is your time, be glad because you are in Christ Jesus. Why? You have a blessed hope. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. (laughs) So, this church believes in it. And that's what we have tried to encourage you. To also believe in, so that you come out. Amen. Hallelujah. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. So that you can see why I am so excited. There is nothing that can keep me off excitement in Christ. (laughs) Because I know that you cannot do anything against, but for the truth. And what is the truth? I have a living hope. I have a blessed hope. That when Jesus comes, as long as I am found in Him, we are going together. We are going together. And you shall be on the team. In the name of Jesus. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Amen? Most of these scriptures, they read it during funeral service. (laughs) Amen? Somebody is looking at me. Pastor, why are you reading that scripture? Is it not during burial that you should be reading it? Is it not the word of God? Hello? Is it not the word of God? So, the word of God has season and no, and no season. You see why our mind has trapped us? Our mind. That's where the problem is. Trapped us. Pastor, why must you be reading that scripture? Now, are we burying anybody? No. No. We are not. But scripture says, these things exhort and rebuke and teach in season and out of season. Amen? Praise the Lord. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also we sleep. In Jesus we God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, 
And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Come on now. Does that sound like what I have been saying? Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. That's our hope. Amen? So I wrote here, Sorrow not, rejoice, we have a lively hope. Let this sink into you when the temptations of sin beguile you. The things that pressure us to commit sin is only trading our ignorance. Amen? The things that pressure us into committing sin and moving us against God is only trading on our ignorance. So you have no escape or you have no excuse when you are ignorant of scriptures. I have, there is nothing you can entice me with now that can entice me. You see, I already know from Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10. My son, if sinners entice you, consent thou not. So you bring a Greek gift or you bring um, a Spanish gift. Or maybe it's a Hindi gift. The way you are looking at me, maybe. It can come from Tamil or whichever gift. I will first look at you. This man, is he looking for something? With this thing, tie my hand. With this thing, soil my destiny. I don't need your gift. I already have Jesus. <laughs> Amen? There is nothing you can give me now that can be more than Jesus. And I already have him. Amen? So, what are you bringing now that can be more than that? <laughs> I look at you very well. What are you targeting? Is this thing going to kill me before my time? Is it going to rob me of my destiny? If I see clear, I will run away from you. Our bishop in Nigeria said, If your friend doesn't fear God, fear him. And run away from him. <laughs> so if you have a friend that doesn't fear God, fear him that your friend will soon bring you and everything you stand for down without you knowing. So Amnon had a friend and before he knew it, wrecked his destiny. Amnon was supposed to be in line for the king, for the throne. Amen. And he started having all manner of nonsense desires for her sister. Her sister. Her sister. All the women are finished in Israel. And then Amnon had a friend. Ah! <laughs> and the friend told him, okay, arrange. And he followed him. And everybody wrecked their destiny. You shall not wreck your destiny. In the name of Jesus. We have a blessed hope. Tell your neighbor, I have a blessed hope. Nothing should keep you from heaven. Nothing is worth it on earth. You already have Jesus. That's all you need. Tell him, tell him, tell him. You already have Jesus. That's all you need. And in case you don't have him, tell him, tell him. Are you afraid? In case you don't have him, you better receive him now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Titus chapter 2 verse 11. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope. And hope maketh not ashamed. Romans 5 5. Praise the Lord. May God give you understanding. In the name of Jesus. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us. That he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. 
these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority so that no man will despise thee. Now, you see, if you stand for nothing, you will fall for everything. Amen? If you stand for nothing in this kingdom, you will fall for everything. They must know that this one, no, 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 don't go there. If you go there, the thing you will meet in his mouth. Eh? I told one guy in my, is he guy or girl or, I told him this last week, last week, I said, the way you are playing this game, now I know you are playing a game. I'm going to report you, I will cause trouble for you now. He was looking at me, I stood up, I stood up, I went to the manager and reported him. <laughs> The man said, okay, so what do you want? I said, this is what I want. He sent the mail immediately. Cause trouble in their company. Everybody was running around. Over the weekend, they were working. I'm going to report to you now. I know the game you are playing. You can't harass me. You, see, you, can't, you can't harass me with your game. I'm not ready to play it. You are either going to do this work or you are not. And I'm ready to clear you off if you are not. We are not here to play games. We are here to serve God. <laughs> Amen. Everybody. Was like, <laughs> Amen. And then the thing began to move. <laughs> Everybody said, ah, We are happy you did it. You did it. So what were you watching before? <laughs> what were you watching before? It will take you three to four months to do this small thing. Yeah, he's playing games. He's playing games. Don't play it around me. Don't play it around me. Don't play it around me. I won't follow you to play the game. Amen. They will sack you. I will sack you from life first before you try it. Sack who? Want to intimidate me with sack me? Amen? What will God be looking when you are sacking me? Where will God be when you are writing the letter? <laughs> that is how serious I follow God though. Amen? The man said, Sorry, I'm sorry. He said, you better be sorry. <laughs> Praise God. I have a living hope. The worst you can do is take your job. I have Jesus. <laughs> For your information, I think about once or twice in my career, I have had to leave my job and God has always given me a better one. In fact, there was one, when I was leaving, everybody thought I was mad. But I was listening to God. It's time to go now. We... One of my friends stood up and went to another person and said, Do you know this man has resigned? Is he mad? <laughs> Praise God. Amen. By the time God showed up again, a bigger one. Because he told me so. If, you, if God is God, serve him. If Baal is God, follow him. Let's know the one you are following. You cannot be here and there. Amen. Are you blessed? Can we close church now? So, live, walk out of this service with a different consciousness that come what may. I have a living hope. It's not over until I win. And what is the victory? I'm reigning with Christ. Take the whole world and give me Jesus. I will still get it again. Amen? Isaac... Dog the first hole. They strove with him. He left it. And went to another one. He dug another one. They strove with him. He left it. <laughs> he went to another one. He dug. Ah. They said, leave this one. Leave him. Leave him. There is nothing we can do about him. Why? He was in the center of God's will. So as they were contending, okay, take now. You see, I don't know what it takes to dig, dig this one. And it was during farming. Amen. So it was a time when you couldn't find water anywhere. And one man was finding water easily, cheaply. Why? He was in the center of God's will. That's where to be, sir. He dug the first one. He left him. Then by the time he dug the other one, the Bible says they strove not. And they called it Rehoboth. They strove not. Every striving of the enemy against your joy. Is ending in this service today in the name of Jesus. Yeah. They strove not. They strove not. That's a word of prophecy for somebody. Whatever has been striving with you 
I don't care the strength. I don't care the source. I don't care the magnitude. As long as you are in Christ, that striving comes to an end today forever. In the name of Jesus. In closing, Jesus is coming again. Amen. That's the return. As I begin to... He's in the... For your information, this message I'm preaching is in the testament of faith that they gave you the first day you came to this church. So the way you are looking is uh, there. It's just that I didn't read it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You didn't read it. You didn't read it. Am I saying the truth? Huh? Say the truth before God now. Say the truth. Say the truth. You know? You didn't read it. I know. Maybe I also didn't read it. So now that I am, after gave me this assignment, I have to read it. <laughs> Praise God. So go and read it. And reassure yourself that no matter what is coming down from heaven, this earth can contain it. No matter how you look, you can't dare me and survive. Why? I have a living hope. Amen. And you go out. That's one of the reasons why I dance the way I dance. You know I know how to dance. If there is anything you don't know about me, Ali, you know I can dance. If I start dancing here now. The reason, one of the reasons for my dancing is my consciousness of where I am going. What you try or don't try, notwithstanding. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Then it is fun when you know how. May God give you understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm excited. I feel like dancing. Wow. Hallelujah. So, the return of our Lord and the millennial reign of Christ is sure. The second coming of Christ includes the rapture of the saints, which is our blessed hope. We have talked about that. And the visible return of Christ with his saints. To reign on earth for a thousand years. And forever, Seth. A thousand years for what? It's too small. <laughs> Amen? That's what you stand to gain, no? That's what me and you stand to gain. So, most times, you find out what is in this thing for me. Amen? That's what I want to share. Not... If I not really these scriptures, because you see, there is nothing we can do against these scriptures. They are going to come to pass. I have, I have established that in this service. This Second Corinthians 13 verse 8, there is nothing you can do against the truth. The word of God is the truth. So these things that we are reading, go and read it if you have not been reading it, that we are saying here will come to pass. Now the question is, what is in you? What is the need for me and you? We find out. Now when you know that truth, Ah, okay. Then you walk like this. <laughs> Satan, I know the truth. Now that I know, you can no longer harass me. Now that I know, ah, you can no longer oppress me. Amen? And you carry yourself like that. There is no Seemingly bad report they can give you now. You just laugh. You laugh. I know. I know where I am. I know who I am. I know what's going on. I know the end of this thing. I know the end of this thing. I know the end of this thing. The end of this thing is that I have a blessed hope. The end of this thing is that when Jesus comes, as long as I find myself in Him, ah, I am made. Amen. Have you ever asked yourself, what will become of the houses? What will become of the cars? What will become of the bank account? What will become of all the... <laughs> all these ones that we are running around for, all, all, all of us, all the special mansions, multi, no, is it multi-purpose? Or uh, some of us hired special architects to design our shoe. Architect design shoe. Is the man normal? 
Is it not how architect is designing? The things that men practice, you'll be shocked. Don't architect design. I want my shoe to look like that house. Oh, sorry. I want my house to look like that shoe. What will become of it after this world? I was reading something that uh, Steve Jobs wrote on his dying bed. And uh, I, read, I read that story. It was, it was such a tragedy. That such a man with all that, I mean, endowment to die like that. And then, I read it from the beginning to the end. There was no mention of Jesus. There was no mention of heaven. I said, I know where this one is going already. With all the faith, with all, there are still, everybody, in fact, this is iPad. This thing in my hand now is iPad. You know Steve Jobs? There was nothing about Jesus in everything he said. So, you see now? All the fame, all the money, all the wealth, where did it end him? He became a philosopher, like Solomon, at the end of this days. So, I miss this, how I miss that. How I... So, where is how you miss Jesus in this thing? Men and brethren, this is not a joke. Please, please, if you are not born again here, you are at risk. If you are pretending, you are at a bigger risk. Amen? Tell your neighbor, if you are pretending, you are at a bigger risk. <laughs> Amen. Are you blessed? Let me just read one more scripture and then Pastor Leslie will pray for us. Amen? Zechariah chapter 14 verse 5. Zechariah chapter 14 verse 5. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains. For the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azar. Yea, ye shall flee like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come and all the saints with him. This is the return of Jesus in prophecy. Amen. Matthew twenty-four twenty-seven. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. He is going to come, oh. <laughs> and then it describes how he is going to come. Praise the Lord. Revelation chapter 1 verse 7. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall weigh because of him. Even so, amen. He is going to come. Where will you be? This is the question. Will you continue in the games, or you will give your life to Jesus? If only in this world you have hope. You are of most men miserable. But you can change level today by accepting his lordship and come to enjoy what we are enjoying. Paul was saying, John was saying in 1 John chapter 1 that the things we have seen, the things we have heard, that our hands have handled of the word of life. Declare we unto you that you may come to enjoy what we are enjoying. That we may have fellowship together. That this heaven on earth may become a reality in fullness to you and to me. Hallelujah. You shall not miss it in Jesus' name. Revelation chapter 20 verse 6. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. Amen. He that is raptured. Hallelujah. On such, the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ. And shall reign with him a thousand years. It's there in the Bible. These are the things that we stand to get. Amen. <laughs> you shall not miss it in Jesus' name. In closing... Let me say this. There is going to come an establishment of universal peace. All this trouble, all this, it will stop. Amen? The question I am asking you as we close today is, where will you be? 
take a moment to ask this, yourself this. So in all this town, where will I be? What is going to become of me? What is going to happen to me? Am I living on borrowed time? Is my life at risk? If Jesus were to come now, where will I be? Is this really the truth? <laughs> all eyes closed and all heads bowed. You want to give your life to Jesus? I want to give you an opportunity before I call pastor to close us. It's a time to decide. If the trumpet sounds now, will you be rapturable? Will you make it? Are you faking it or this is the life that you have embraced? You want to give your life to Jesus? Please, raise up your hand and signify, man of God, I now understand. I'm going nowhere without Jesus. This is an opportunity to make up your mind. Tomorrow may be too late. What if Jesus comes during the service? What is your hope? Somebody want to declare for Jesus in this service? I mean, I don't mean you have, you have played games enough. I don't mean you want to do what people have been doing. I mean you want to give your life to Jesus. Lord, I understand that I have no hope outside you. Let me see your right hand. Let me see. Please raise it very well. Raise that hand very well. You know. You know. If they say come and receive one million riyas, you'll be the first person to reach there. Raise that hand up very well. Man of God, I can't afford to miss this. And begin to confess truly. Jesus, I didn't know before, but now I know. Save me. Have mercy on me. Save me to the uttermost. I confess my sins today. I have been playing games with you and with my life. It has been at risk. But now I know better. That if you will come today, I want to be rapturable. I want to make it. This is the hope. The only hope that I could ever have. I embrace it today. I, are you praying that prayer? Raise up your hand very well and declare. Let Jesus see you that you are praying. Say it from the depth of your heart and mean it. Enough of games. Enough of playing games with God. If, it, if rapture happens today, are you going? 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 Am I going? Are you going? It's time to decide. Are you for God or you're against Him? Are you for Jesus or you are playing church? Are you for Jesus or you are playing church? Make a decision today. Tomorrow may be too late. Thank you, Jesus, for these hands. Thank you, Jesus, for these hands. Thank you, Jesus, for these hands. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Raise up your hand very well. I pray for you. Father, for everyone that has decided to truly follow you today, write their names in the book of life. In the name of Jesus. Lord, let them not miss this blessed hope. Let them not miss your coming again. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Let's put our hands together for him. Amen. Please, you have the statement of faith. The statement of faith of this church, what we believe, all these things I've said today are there. Go and read it. Go and find out the reason why we do the things we do. Go and find out the reasons why we are looking so crazy about Jesus. <laughs> Amen? Felix looked at Paul and said, ah, Paul, much learning has made you mad. You have become crazy. Amen? That following God makes people mad. 
in the eyes of the world. Because you won't follow them to do what they are doing. Amen? You know why you won't follow them to do what they are doing? Because you have a blessed hope. You know where you are going. You know where you belong. You know you are not of that talk. You know you don't belong there. You know where you belong. And you embrace it and walk in the reality of it. May God give you understanding in Jesus' name. This week shall be your best week ever. There are things you didn't know could happen to you. As you embrace the truth of scriptures, God will begin to make them happen in your life. In the name of Jesus. Let's put our hands together for him. Church, have you been blessed today? It's time to stand as we conclude the service. But there are a few things that we will be looking at. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm starting to read at verse 5 where he says, Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And so the question that straight away comes from this is this. Are you sure when you are absent from the body, you will be present with the Lord. I can answer for myself. Pastor Sean can answer for himself. Can you answer for yourself? Are you sure when you are absent from this body, you will be present with the Lord? Are you a person of hope, a person with living hope, or are you simply saying that you are in a hopeless situation? Let me ask you one more question. Are you a heavenly citizen traveling through this world, or are you an earthly citizen still looking for heaven? Today you have heard the cry of God. God has told you that there is a blessed hope. God has given us an assurance that our future is much better than what it is. Our yesterdays is history. Our today may be a gift, but tomorrow is beautiful. Just look to God. If Christ is in you, and you have Christ, you are a victor. There is no other statement. You are a victor. And therefore, if you are a victor, you reign with Christ. Today, let us learn to be in the center of God's will. Talk to God. Talk to God. Just thank Him that He has given us that assurance of the blessed hope. That when the time comes, you know where you will be. We are not a hopeless people. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you have reassured to us, Lord Father, that there is a hope. And we are in that hope, Lord Father. We are not a lost generation. We are your generation. We are your people. And Father God, when that time comes, we will be in your presence. We thank you, Lord, for that assurance. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. We thank you, Lord, for using your servant, Lord, this day. To bring us these truths to us, Lord Father. And Father God, I pray, Lord, that we will not walk away from them, Lord. I thank you for every one of us here who already knows you, Lord. But those who are yet to do so, Lord Father. Father, draw them closer. Draw them closer, Lord. 
Father God, we thank you for your servant whom you have used. And we ask, Lord, that you continue to anoint him. Bless him, Lord Father, with more wisdom that he will bring across your word to us in a way that is clear and concise. We pray for the family and we ask that your blessings be poured upon his family. Thank you, Father, for every one of us here, Lord. And as we leave this place, Lord Father, I pray, Lord, that every one of us will step out in hope, Lord Father. With joy in our steps, Lord Father, knowing that the next moment is the next beautiful moment in our life. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we share the grace, considering that this is the week when we are going to be celebrating Oman's National Day, I think it is but appropriate that we take the promise of the year that was given to us right at the beginning because as Pastor Lakin did mention in an environment, in a region which is in turmoil we are an oasis of peace so if we will turn our Bibles to Leviticus chapter 26 verse 6 which I do hope you remember is the promise for this year Leviticus 26 verse 6 and let's read it together. You got it? I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none will make you afraid. I will rid the land of evil beasts, and the sword will not go through your land. That is the promise we had, and we are experiencing that day after day. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.